Hello, superstars, and welcome back to one of my favorite series that we've ever done for our Patreon supporters, the Sorta Spicy series. Now, I'm sure you've noticed the Sorta Spicy series has been on a bit of a hiatus. We haven't had the inspiration to put together a new edition of Sorta Spicy. That is until my very dear friend... Longtime co-host, you know her so well. Rebecca Hoffer came to me with a little idea, didn't you, Rebecca? Yes, I heard a uh, banana story and wanted to share it with you and with the superstars. And it's going to be kind of um, like an episode of Normal Gossip. Yes, a podcast that you and I, I think I'm confident in saying that you love it. I love yes, that podcast. Yes, yes. Um, I love the setup for it. If you don't listen to Normal Gossip, the setup is that the host, Kelsey, has a guest on, and she tells the guest a really bonkers, like, third-hand gossipy story, and the guest, who is there to hear the story reacts and Kelsey usually gives them like what would you do kind of questions as the story unfolds. It's lots of fun. It's one of my very favorites. I can't wait until the new season drops. Um and so when Rebecca had this idea, I was like, yes, please sign me up. But Rebecca, before we started recording, you did tell me that we do we need to make one note before we get into it, right? Yes. We need a content warning. This is for mature <laughs> audiences only. Uh not suitable for work. And um put your earbuds in this isn't to be played on the bluetooth throughout the whole car or the whole house okay it's just it's just it's just between us okay it's just between us closest friends i do hope that everybody knows when you're listening to a sort of spicy episode you gotta you gotta be careful about how you're listening some of my favorite stories from the awesomes through the years have been when we have had some kind of spicy topic, whether it's on the main show or the superstar feed, and people are listening to it in their car, and then they go like get their oil changed, <laughs> or they're like in preschool pickup line, and at just the most inappropriate moment, somebody gets to also hear what we were talking about on the show, and then our awesome feels a little sheepish about that. So this is one of those where, yes, Rebecca's right. Put in the earbuds, make sure that you are privately listening. I, You guys, I have no idea about what the story is. I am along for the ride, just like you are. So this is going to be fun. It I can't wait. It is going to be fun. Now, I, I'm not a uh, normal gossip-esque uh, type of professional, but I am willing to give it an amateur's try here to see how <laughs> yes. well we can measure up. Good. So. <laughs> This is going to be fun. So on Sort of Spicy episodes, we do like to start the episode with a little Sort of Spicy Awesome of the Week, something that we wouldn't maybe normally talk about on the main show. So Rebecca, what do you have that's a little bit spicier awesome right now? Spicy indeed. My Awesome of the Week is Lady Chatterley's Lover, which is a movie on Netflix. Mm. Okay, I haven't watched this yet, but I have seen a not small number of TikToks come across my For You page with people mostly raving about how hot this movie is. That's all I know about it. Tell us everything. I mean, it's pretty hot. So I was actually served an official ad for this from Netflix on TikTok, and I thought it looked good. Okay. I thought it might be good for an mm -hmm. awesome of the week on a regular Friday show, especially since it has been <laughs> in Netflix top 10. Um, but then I watched it, and I chickened out. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I decided it was much better suited for a sort of spicy episode. So here we are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So the movie stars Emma Corrin, and she was also in uh, My Policeman with Harry Styles here recently, um, which is another reason why I was interested in watching this film. That was My Policeman was the first time that I had seen her as an actress, and so I was interested to see how she um, did in another film. And Emma stars as Lady Chatterley, and the film opens in England with her getting married the day before her husband is set off to World War One. So this is a period piece. That's the setting. That's where we're at. When her husband returns from the war, he comes home injured and he's wheelchair bound. Okay. They are living together. They move to his family estate. And he is concerned that his estate will have no heir due to his inability to have children thanks to his injuries. Mm. So reading between the lines here... They're not able to do the deed. They can't have children. Mm -hmm. This is the setting, okay? Mm -hmm. So her husband actually suggests that Lady Chatterley has an affair. He suggests it would merely be mechanical. Surely that's all it would be, a transaction. And he doesn't want to ever know who the true father is. Okay, And this is all in hopes of having an heir for the estate. Yes. It's all going to be a huge secret. Nobody will ever know. Nobody needs to know that he can't actually have children. And so Mm -hmm. that's just what – that's a plan that he proposes. However, later Chatterley is deeply disturbed by this request from her husband. In fact, when she does end up, in fact, taking a lover, the estate's gameskeeper – It Mm -hmm. is an affair that is born out of her deep loneliness rather than a desire to meet her husband's request. Okay. Interesting. And then, of course, there is some conflict that that, uh, carries out there. I will save the rest. Now, I would recommend Later Chatterley's Lover to anyone who loves open-door historical romances. It, It truly is like... You're reading a historical, but you're watching it in a movie. It's very well done. And so, and I would also recommend it to anyone who's fascinated by issues of class and anyone with just a general love of period films. However, um, you should skip this if graphic nudity bothers you or if infidelity of any kind is a trigger for you. It is extremely steamy. It is some, Meg. Meg, it is some of the most explicit sex scenes I have ever seen in a movie, including full frontal nudity for both man and woman. Okay. Okay. A couple of notes Mm -hmm. here. The one TikTok that stands out in my mind, a TikToker was reacting to the movie, and she was like, I have never, ever, ever watched a film in which I so greatly felt almost uncomfortable, like I shouldn't be seeing this, like I shouldn't be watching this. Not that it's like... um how can I say this? It wasn't that it was like disturbing. It was like so intimate that she was like, this was not meant for, for public consumption. I mean... Yeah, like, I might be the queen of, like, a smutty romance novel, but this movie was a lot. It it was a lot. There, yeah. there was an actual moment okay. when I was watching where I did kind of have, like, a physical, like, 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 almost like a, like a crawling into myself where I was like, 
oh, 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 oh my. Okay. <laughs> and like, I yes. don't usually yes. respond that way. <laughs> so <laughs> Rebecca's pretty I much mean, a shock. Truthfully, but, I yes. kind of am. Um, so that's just your warning. <laughs> um, enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Question mark. So if you're sitting here thinking Lady Chatterley's Lover sounds familiar, that is, it was originally a novel uh, written by D.H. Lawrence, published first privately in 1928, because it was so, so, so controversial. It was published in 1928 in Italy. I looked this up because I don't just have these memorized, (laughs) these facts about the the novel, um, then later went into circulation in 1929. It's like one of the most banned books ever. Um, I'm sure you can imagine from watching the film that the source material was very widely, wildly controversial when it came out. Strangely, even though it's banned and very controversial, it sometimes still <laughs> ends up on uh, on reading lists for like high what? school students. Oh, good golly. <laughs> well, I hope they're not watching the movie in class. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, too. Okay, so Lady Chatterley's Lover on Netflix. It is. It is. For sure. (laughs) All right. My Spicy Awesome is – I'm kind of like you, Rebecca. This is one that I've kind of been cataloging in my mind and thinking, like, should I talk about this on the – on Sort of Awesome? Should it go on the main show? But I just – I'm – I've been I'm trying to decide, and since we're recording this, I thought I'll just go ahead and and talk about this topic for sort of spicy, I want to talk about TikTok sex therapists. Oh, okay. So as you and I just discussed on the main show when we were talking about or doing our deep dives with each other, I mean, TikTok is a complete mishmash of things you can absolutely learn, really helpful hacks, um, you know, insights into history or um, into like personality stuff or whatever that you never knew. There's also a, a bunch of stuff that's literally just BS. Like it's so not true. It's definitely not based in fact or research or anything like that. And you have to be really careful about like what you're giving credence to, I guess, is the best way to say mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But when part of TikTok that I do think is really helpful and has served a lot of people really well is the sex therapist side of TikTok, which TikTok will kind of like sprinkle these in for me. It's not like a huge, huge part of my FYP. But whenever I do find somebody, I'm like, thank you, TikTok, for actually being helpful. Because a lot of the the ones that I've really tuned into that I've followed, that I've gotten a lot of interesting insight and information from I'm going to list I'm going to tell you guys about three of them. But all of them are actual like psychologists who this is their real field of study. They are actual professionals. And this is what they do. And I think and the reason I wanted to talk about the awesomeness of this is, you know, many of us are sort of just now coming around to the idea of going to therapy or counseling in general, many of us are still struggling to even have access to mental health professionals, then to take it into a more specialized area to see somebody who really specializes in the um, sexual aspect of life, that can be really hard for a lot of people to even have access to. So I do think that these sex therapists on TikTok who are providing these insights are really offering such a great service to the the broader community. So the first one I want to tell you about her TikTok name is Dr. Catalina. And she is a neuroscientist, a PhD um, with an emphasis in neuroscience. She is a psychologist and a 
um, sex therapist. And one reason I wanted to mention her is because she focuses in on sexless relationships and also having mismatched libido, which is something that comes up in our superstars community every now and again. The, um, mm-hmm. you know, the heartache and disappointment and frustration that can come when two partners are not on the same page for a variety of reasons that can be so complicated and so complex, but they're not aligned in their sexual desires and that part of their partnership. And I just really like that she um, does a really good job of exploring that in ways that are not shaming, that are very open, that are very affirming. So I wanted to mention her, Dr. Catalina. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I put this in my notes and I forgot to say it. She changed her TikTok name over to The Intimacy Doc. So I'll put links in the show notes for everybody so you can find these oh. profiles. Yeah. Um, nice the second one is Dr. Kate Balistrieri. Balistrieri? <laughs> A little bit of a tricky Mm -hmm. last name. Um, But she is one who had, you can find her not only on TikTok, but also on Instagram. She has over like 200,000 followers on each of those platforms. And again, she's a psychologist. And her big focus through a lot of her videos talks about the concept of healing and how a lot of sexual dysfunction comes from a place where there's areas of our lives that need healing. And I think that that is something that's relatable across genders. It's something I think women maybe feel especially depending on their like family of origin issues or religious upbringing, that idea of needing to bring healing either physically, mentally, or um, emotionally in order to be able to more fully enjoy um, the sexual part of their lives is really good. So again, that's Kate Balistrieri. And I'll put a link in the show notes because, you know, I messed up that last name, but that's as close as I can get. (laughs) And then the last one is someone who is so helpful and has so much wisdom, but she's also just a hoot. Her name is The Dr. Bat-Shiva, and she is probably in her 70s, I want to say. So again, she's a PhD. She has extensive education and background in human sexuality. Uh, She also has her master's in social work. And she is just all about those science-backed tips for increasing pleasure. She also talks a lot about the use of toys in the bedroom. And, you know, you just have this woman who's very grandmotherly-esque, who's like, talking to you about sex toys and what to pick and how to use them and help you not feel ashamed of starting a collection of your own. So that's Dr. Bat-Shiva. And she's just a lot of fun. And her TikToks are highly enjoyable. So yay, yay, sex therapy TikTok. (laughs) I love it. All right. We will have links for everything that you need from our awesomes in the show notes for this. And also, I just want to make a note. Speaking of show notes, if you listen to your superstar episodes in a podcast app, as opposed to in the Patreon app or directly from a web browser, like from your Patreon on a web browser, which I know 
the vast majority of our superstars do. The podcast host for um, for dispersing our superstar podcasts is Acast, and Acast has a very extremely stingy limit on how much we can put into our show notes, which drives me crazy. So oh, I didn't know we had yes. This and so if you're like looking in the show notes, I always try to do like the main links that I can put in there, but. If you're frustrated, if you're looking like, I, where are the show notes for this? You can always go to Patreon and find all of the show notes in those Patreon posts. If it's a regular Friday show, regular Sort of Awesome Show, of course, we have our show notes page at SortofAwesomeShow.com. So if you've ever been frustrated and like, where did all the show notes go for the Superstars episodes? Just know I'm frustrated too. It's an Acast problem. Maybe someday they'll fix it. But in the meantime, you can always go to Patreon and find all of that. So... All right, Rebecca, shall I buckle up? Should I have brought a buckle for this conversation? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, welcome to Normal Gossip, the sort of spicy edition. Yes. <laughs> okay, so first of all, the story is being shared with permission from one of the main characters. Okay. I heard the story directly from her. All names have been changed to protect the innocent slash guilty. I'll let you decide which. Okay, okay. Okay, now allow me to set the stage for you. This story takes place about six years ago. We have Samantha and Brad. Both are in their mid-30s. They've been married for about 11 years. They have young kids, and they have another on the way. Okay, all right. I can take it. Samantha and her husband started looking for a babysitter to care for their young kids while Samantha worked part-time. They started by looking for someone from their Christian evangelical church. It was really important to Samantha that she hire a strong Christian, someone who could, and I quote, be a sign of purity to her kids. Oh, no. Oh, God. I love this story so much already. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm into it. I got it. So Samantha and Brad decide to hire Jessica. Jessica is only 18, but she is newly married to a young man named Logan. They hired her to work for 20 hours a week in their home. Her main duties are to watch the children, but she also does some light housework for Brad and Samantha. Okay, wait. I'm already confused on the names. Brad and Samantha are the couple. What's the nanny's name mm-hmm. again? The nanny's name is Jessica, and Jessica. she is married to Logan. And Jessica's married to Logan. Okay, yes. I got it. I got it. I can I can do this. I'm tracking. Okay, so Jessica, 18, babysitter. Samantha, yes. mid-30s, pregnant, mom, working. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fast forward a few months, and everything is going well. Jessica is super sweet and gets along well with the family. Samantha is now late into her third trimester and really appreciates all the help while she is working. Okay. Samantha is at work when she gets a text from Jessica. It says, oh, my (laughs) goodness, Logan. Remember, that's Jessica's husband. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, Logan. I just found Samantha's dildo. This is worst case scenario for texting 
accidental texting, texting the wrong person. It's oh, more my gosh. Is it not? <laughs> it's it's awful. It's awful. I just have to sit in the absolute full body cringe that I'm having just thinking about this. <laughs> when I, this has only happened to me a few times, but a few times I have absolutely 1000% done an accidental text, texting a, who I thought was someone else about the person. And then it was the person I accidentally texted and just like the, the sheer like, okay, well, it's going to be a toaster bath for me now because I'm dead on this planet. (laughs) No, that is terrible. I don't think I've ever done that. I don't know how you come back from it. I did, but it's the, like, I can just feel that full body flush of like, oh no. Okay. Well, this is why Apple has changed their software and Finally. now you can unsend 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 oh goodness. but this was six years ago so we don't right. have this luxury we do not have that option we do not have that or jess okay mm-hmm. okay so here here's the context here is that samantha and brad had a box of sex toys that they kept in a toolbox in their master bathroom closet and what apparently the, Jessica found that box. What the hell was Jessica doing in their closet? That's a good question. So the box had different lubes in it, included including flavored lubes. It had other vibrators in it. But the thing that clearly stood out to Jessica was the most huge purple <laughs> dildo in the of shape of a penis. Of course it was the purple one. Now, okay. <laughs> This is a question that I have for you. I feel okay. like you're going to know the answer to this. I am refusing to Google it. What exactly is a dildo? Like, does dildo instantly mean penis shape? Meg is, Meg is under the table. She is. <laughs> Wait, no, come back. She's bent over. I can't under- breathe. I can't. Okay. Um, does yes. dildo equal penis shape? Yes. It. I To be a dildo categorically it's at least phallic shaped if it's not it doesn't have to be anatomically like exactly like a penis but it at least is a phallic shape if you can use your imagination and know what i mean by that so you can have lots of different vibrators but a dildo yes is yes very Mm -hmm. okay well my understanding is that this is a penis replica okay so that's that's (laughs) That's where we're at. Okay. You know, <laughs> they yeah. used to be called penis replicas, then they just decided, let's just call them dildos. Oh, really? I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. I believed you. I was like, wow, she really does know her history. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we go back for just a second? Because I need to just like shine a spotlight of delight and enjoyment on the fact that they kept all of this in a toolbox yeah my understanding is that it was like some sort of like you know like metal no no yeah i get it yeah Yeah. (laughs) for all their tools isn't that clever of them so So clever clever. i mean i think the intention was like camouflage rather than like of course but still just like hey baby are you in the mood tonight let me go get the (laughs) toolbox and you come in with like this clank clank it down on the dresser here's the (laughs) toolbox of fun okay so 
Brad had purchased the dildo for Samantha fairly recently because her pregnancy belly was getting in the way a bit during sex. Since they couldn't do all the usual things they enjoy Mm -hmm. together, Brad bought the dildo specifically to spice things up a bit and to make some accommodations during these final weeks of Samantha's pregnancy. Got it. Yes. That's very thoughtful. I have a question for you. Okay. Clearly, there was some level of snooping going on. Are you a snooper? Um, yeah, I will say I am definitely a snooper, but I, I'm a, I'm a snoop and don't tell. Like, I like to snoop for my own mm-hmm. purposes, but I don't, I like to, tr- I like to hold on to things and treasure them in my heart, my own secret stash <laughs> of information. You're at a party. You go into the bathroom. They have a medicine cabinet. Do you open the medicine cabinet? Well, the medicine cabinet, I feel like, is is, is you're taking a, a huge chance because now, I mean, like, I feel like a medicine cabinet situation, people could, like, in order to prevent snoopers, they could, like, put marbles in there or something. So when you open it, it's, like, makes a big crash. Oh, like, how mean. I don't <laughs> I think, and also I think that snooping in the medicine cabinet is just, it's so, like, done. It's so expected that I don't even think I would look in the medicine cabinet, but I might look in the cabinet under the sink. (laughs) Okay. Nice, nice. Okay. I'm a fun house guest who wants to invite (laughs) me over. Okay, so so let's just take it back a little bit to the, to the text because I didn't actually share the whole thing yet. Okay. 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 So Jessica's text said, "Oh my goodness, Logan, I just found Samantha's dildo. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one." Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So what does this mean? I mean, okay. it means that like she has one, yeah? She yeah. <laughs> she either has one or she wants to have one. And if she's saying it like, I'm not the only one to her husband, her husband has maybe felt sensitive around the fact that his wife wants a dildo to, oh, you know, yeah. spice mm-hmm. up their sex lives. Maybe he's feeling a little insecure. Maybe he has even kind of shamed her for wanting to get one. Like, I feel like there's yeah. a lot packed into the wording of her response. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. That is a very good point. Okay. So obviously, in this scenario, Jessica's mortified, right? I mean, there's like no other option. Okay. For sure. So let's say you're Samantha, and you just got a text from your 18-year-old babysitter while you were at work that she found your dildo, and apparently she owns one or wants one as well. What do you do? Do you ignore the text? Do you text back? Do you wait until you get home? What do you do? See, my first instinct is to laugh it off with her to text back because she's going to eventually see that uh-huh. she texted the wrong she texted that to the wrong person. Right, right, right. And so to try to mitigate the awkwardness and the cringe of it all, I might say something back like Hey, hey Jessica, this is <laughs> this is actually Samantha. Mm-hmm. I think you got the wrong person here, which in like a little smiley face the only thing that would stop me from doing that is the fact that she was clearly snooping in my closet. So I might be 
And I, a confessed snooper, do not want snooping happening in my own stuff. I am a hypocrite. I will own that. Um, So I don't know if I would be able to be quite as playful considering the fact that she was snooping in the closet. Like, there is no rational need unless – okay. Well, I'm like – trying to go steps ahead where Jessica is like trying to like orchestrate a thing of why she was looking for a toolbox in their house. Right. Um, But I, I think in the moment I would probably acknowledge it in some way. I would try to be lighthearted, but then maybe later we have a conversation about like, why were you in my closet? Oh, really? I don't believe you. And you guys, this is is theoretical. (laughs) This is not real. I'm trying to think the most adult thing, not what I would do. You're like, you're like, don't call me on my BS. This is just a game we're playing. I just tried to play the game. <laughs> okay. Well, Samantha decides to text back. Like, yes. like right then, she she okay. does text back, and she says. Pretty similar to, like, what you said. She's like, hey, Jessica, this is actually Samantha. But then she goes on to explain to Jessica that the dildo was a gift from Brad because they needed some help in the bedroom due to her pregnancy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See? Like, Jessica is an actual – I mean, not Jessica. See, I'm getting so confused again. Samantha is a grown-up adult. She's not terrified of conflict. She just addresses it openly. We're all happily partnered people here. It's all fine, right? Okay. I do feel like the explanation is a bit oversharing. I personally well, feel – like, like, th- like, this is n- like she does not need to explain to her eighteen-year-old yeah. babysitter why she has sex toys. This is so bizarre for me. I'm thinking about this with fully framing this as my oldest child turns eighteen next month. I cannot fathom her being married, but like, tr- I'm like trying to like think about if my daughter were the one texting back and forth. It is, I don't know. I don't know if it's oversharing or not. I don't know if I agree. Because they have this, like, they have this evangelical background and the, the purity thing and, like, all of this stuff is layered in here. And so Mm -hmm. maybe Samantha feels compelled to be like, don't worry, we're not, we're not that spicy. This is the context. (laughs) It's okay to have dildos in this in this specific context. I'm trying to think through my my long since cast off evangelical uh-huh. frame of mind. Okay, okay. Well, Jessica does not say much back in response except to apologize and to say that she's like really embarrassed. I mean, really, what else is she supposed to say? <laughs> I'm telling you, she should make up a reason for why she needed to find a toolbox. Okay, so now Samantha goes home and she's gonna have to face Jessica. So what should she do? What 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 would you say now after sending the text but now that you're face to face? You want my <laughs> you want my actual response or my <laughs> theoretical one? Well, whichever the, one. The actual one would just to be like, "All right, it's in the past. We covered it. It's all water under the bridge." I mean, I think that's what I would sign up for. I'd be like, "Okay, let's just be real. You're mortified." <laughs> I'm mortified. We never have to talk about this 
ever, ever again. (laughs) That would be my actual one. I do feel like there's a case to be made, though, for following up. Like, why were you? Because you're still mad about the snooping. I'm still mad about the snooping. Yeah. Okay. I think, like, having someone in your home to care for your children and do, you know, light things, like, there's a level of trust there. I'm just... I'm curious <laughs> if the if that part of the, if that question will ever be answered in this. I don't know. All right, let's hear what happens next. I feel like Samantha makes an interesting choice here because she brings up the sex toys again and then decides to give Jessica some advice. Since Jessica and Logan seem to be experimenting with toys as well, Jessica tells her, you know. Toys are fun, but it might be a good idea to skip them for now and just focus on the newness of sex. This is... Okay, so this is a face-to-face conversation? Yes. And Jessica did not ask anymore. Like, she was going to just, like, let it be in the past. She... So this is unsolicited advice from Samantha. Yes. Samantha comes home... She acknowledges again why she has the toys and then goes on to say, just, you know, toys are fun, but it might be a good idea for you and Logan to just focus on the newness of sex in your relationship. Okay. I mean, like, I'm, I am not surprised (laughs) that in this dynamic, in this context that she decides to do that i don't agree with it i would not (laughs) do that but i'm i'm genuinely flat out unsurprised (laughs) well you are a much like um forgiving see this is i think this is your nine coming out a little bit you know very like willing and open to seeing how Uh others approach the world and being able to be like, okay, not a choice I would make, but I see why you are making this choice and why this works for you. (laughs) I will say, I think this is the most bananas thing ever. (laughs) It is, it is definitely bananas. It is ill-advised, I feel like. (laughs) Her choice. But at the same time, I I stand by my statement. I am not even a little bit. Because as a young woman, a teenager, I mean, Jessica is 18. She's genuinely still a teenager, even though she's married and and starting this new chapter of her life. Um, I had women in the church in these environments who freely gave unsolicited advice um, so that, I think that's why just like, I'm, I'm actually looking at it through Jessica's eyes now and I'm just like, yeah, I could, I could see this happening for sure. Well, in addition to the advice, Samantha had been decluttering some of her bookshelves and decided okay. to send Jessica home with several Christian oh. marriage books, oh, including a few on sex. Oh no. <laughs> of course she did. Oh my gosh. I bet Jessica is like, <laughs> I, I regret I agree. I regret every decision that led me to this point in my life. <laughs> is is that the, is that a step too far for you in your Yes. <laughs> Leave it alone. OMG. <laughs> Just drop it. 
Because at no point, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know the whole story here. At no point did Jessica direct any questions or ask for any advice from Samantha. It is clearly, again, we noticed from the wording from the beginning, there has been a conversation with her and Logan, but she's not like reaching out to ask other, you know, more experienced women and wives like what she they should do and so i just feel like oh my gosh now we're definitely <laughs> in overkill territory okay well jessica seemed appreciative about the books and she explained this is this is where it comes up she explained that she had been tidying up in the master bathroom when the box fell off the shelf and no. the toys fell out no do, that's bullshit do that we is not her? no okay. that is absolute pure unadulterated bullshit okay jessica i've been i've been team jessica but no construct a believable lie. The toilet was overflowing. You were freaking out. You were looking for a wrench. You saw the toolbox in the closet. You were like, of course, a wrench would be in a toolbox. So you open it and that's how you find the things. Like, toolbox lids do not just follow. Is the house haunted? Is there a ghost in the closet? <laughs> There's no way that the lid to a toolbox just falls open. <laughs> No. You're right. There is a real missed opportunity here with the fact that these toys are camouflaged within a vessel that screams helpfulness. Like, yes. like you need help with something, you go to this box. Yes. It's in a toolbox. It's not in a big box, Mart. <laughs> Sex toys. It's in a toolbox. <laughs> Jessica, open your eyes. Think. Jessica, think. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, once Jessica is gone, Samantha immediately takes the dildo outside to their large trash cans and throws it away. She was just like so embarrassed. She could not even handle it being in her house for a second more. Brad, by the way, is a bit annoyed that she threw it away. (laughs) Of course. First of all, those are expensive. And secondly, like... The damage, quote unquote, damage is already done. Like the the re- there was already a reveal of it. Now, can we get back to enjoying our own private <laughs> sex lives, please? Oh my gosh. Okay, so that let's just check in for a moment. Okay, so the babysitter has been advised against okay. sex toys in her own marriage. Marriage books have been given out. The dildo has been thrown oh, no. away. How, yeah. how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm I'm extremely disappointed with every person in this except for Brad. <laughs> except for Brad. Brad is the hero of this story so far. Okay, Brad, I'm rooting for you. Do not let me down. Uh, Jessica could have redeemed this whole situation with a good cover-up story, but she chose not mm-hmm. to. I'm I'm perplexed about Samantha's choices, although I do understand them. And look. In a different life, in a different context, I could have been Samantha. So mm-hmm. trying to give grace, but I don't <laughs> like how any of this is being handled. <laughs> okay. Well, Samantha is also not really feeling great. Okay. I had okay. mentioned that Jessica and her husband went to Samantha's church. Oh, yeah. Well, her, her husband, Logan, was actually their pastor's son. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, Samantha oh, God. was mortified okay. thinking that Jessica might tell her mother-in-law 
their pastor's wife about the oh. dildo. Okay. She's, I, she's like, that's a legit concern. Is it? She's terrified that there might be these ladies at church, like, gossiping about her with the big purple dildo. You think, is this a fair concern? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, okay, so it's what a fair concern. do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's not, it is not a fair concern. It is not a fair concern. I'm... Tell me, in what world, in what world... Meg Teets, do you approach your mother-in-law to tell her that you were A, snooping, B, found sex toys, C, texted your husband about it, and D, acknowledged that you too have and or want sex toys? In what world do you take all of those steps? Okay. 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 You know what? (laughs) I retract my answer. I <laughs> I was thinking I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know I what mean, I was thinking. Well, okay, church I gossip. What, yes, that's a thing. That's a thing. We don't want church gossip. We don't want other people knowing these intimate details about ourselves. We, we no, we yeah. do we want complete control over what happens in our bedroom and who knows about what happens in our bedroom. Okay. But it is complete. I lay down the law here that it is completely insanity to think that Jessica would volunteer this information not to her mother, but to her mother in law. Okay. okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Stand corrected. I'm sorry. Like, literally I feel has like her hands raised in surrender. <laughs> I feel like I need to resign from the show at this point. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I will issue a public apology. <laughs> I could tolerate the grace for all of the very interesting choices that Samantha made earlier that you were just like, okay, sure, I can see. I can tolerate that. But this is where I draw the line. That no, like this is, there's no way. There is no way. I think that... I think that I was like having some kind of PTSD flashback to just like the the low vibration of paranoia that I've held about people sure. in the church judging yeah. aspects of my life and and that maybe that infor- it was it was a trauma response Rebecca okay okay <laughs> okay okay, okay. <clears throat> well you know, Samantha's going through it, okay? Obviously. So, um, you know, I would suggest, like, venting to a girlfriend. For sure. Taking a nap. <laughs> Medicating. Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> um, after some time, though, she decides to tell the pastor's wife herself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Baby. Who is going, who in Samantha's life is going to rein her in? Bless her heart. This That was the wrong choice to make. <laughs> so she tried to be like real casual. No. And she said, hey, did Jessica tell you what she found? She oh found my, my sex toys. Oh my gosh. Now you're getting Jessica in trouble with her mother-in-law. I mean, Samantha 
was really scared there could be rumors at church about her having a big purple dildo. Well, now and there's she, definitely going to be rumors at church. So, <laughs> well, And she wanted to stop the rumors herself. So she explained to the pastor's wife, it was a gift from my husband. I didn't really like it. It was because I'm pregnant. I don't know what he was thinking. Jessica found it. And I'm so embarrassed I threw it away. <laughs> threw Brad, knight in shining armor Brad, under that bus so fast. So fast. So fast. <laughs> Samantha... What are we going to do with you? Mm-mm. Okay. She did She did not tell her about Jessica's accidental sex toy confession. She did okay. not tell her that part. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's, <laughs> that's a choice. Okay. <laughs> so apparently the pastor's wife, she was really like, go with the flow about it, laughed it off. Oh, my goodness. Yes, of course. This all makes sense. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a good trained pastor's wife, uh-huh. would, right? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm confident she put on that pastor's wife poker face, listened to the story, teeheed about it. And uh, it's probably not even the craziest thing she's ever heard. So, <laughs> Okay, so... Who do you think is the villain in this story? Do we have a villain? It's freaking Samantha. <laughs> yes. Like, there, every, every path she took the wrong <laughs> fork in the road. Every single time. And look, I feel so anti-feminist for, like, not siding with the poor, like, beleaguered third trimester pregnant woman, I know it does things to you in a physical way, in a making choices way. (laughs) But like, I just, I cannot stand by any of her choices here. And she threw the freaking dildo away. Like, oh my gosh. To me, Samantha's the villain in this story. That's where I land. That's my judgment. It's It's a good conclusion. It could also be said that purity culture is the villain in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Purity culture is always the villain in the story. Even if it's never brought up, it's still the villain. (laughs) Well, I do have a bit of an update. Let's hear the update. (laughs) So Samantha and Brad decided to lock their sex toy box. (laughs) Good call. All right. They put a combination lock on it. It's the kind that you can, like, set yourselves. So they picked the numbers 316 to represent the infamous Bible verse, John 316. (laughs) (laughs) That's kinky. Wow. (laughs) Kinky. (laughs) For God so loved the world, he gave us sex toys. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, okay. For any superstar that is not familiar with John 3.16, this is what it says. Nothing about sex toys. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Absolutely nothing about sex whatsoever. Uh, But the toys have been officially locked up with the blood of the lamb. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we don't know anything that happened further with Jessica and Logan. Like, they were just the poor, 
like they were sort of the, <laughs> the victims in the story. <laughs> no, they were just purity culture shamed left and right, <laughs> got their lashing and went on their way. <laughs> Rebecca, this story was truly a hall of fame. I love it so much. I am dying. <laughs> Um, this is fantastic. I think there's probably many a lesson to be learned here. Um, mm, I'll mm-hmm. let the superstars, you know, apply the wisdom to their lives however they see fit. Um, one last thing, Meg. Yeah. You know Samantha. Would you like to guess who what? it is? What? <laughs> I we'll, do? We'll bleep, we'll bleep out any name that you say oh to my God. the guilty slash innocent. It has to be <laughs> Is it? No. Who else do I know that you know? <laughs> do I know this person in real life? Do I know this? It's you! It's my, <laughs> no. Oh, my word, no! No, it is not me! world seven years of podcasting like 10 years of friendship and you think i just like oh just like this random day in december i decided to drop this on you i mean if you if that were the case no. you would like have ascended to a new level of awesomeness in humanity gosh what the what a long game no it's not me oh my gosh this happened six years ago. Who do I know that you know that has a six-year-old? I am like, I have no idea. <laughs> You're just going to stare at me until I guess who it is. <laughs> okay. You, you, tr- you truly, you have no other guesses? No, I, I feel can't. Like, I, feel like- I feel like I have like a, a firing squad aimed at me right now. I'm like, <laughs> I, I literally, I can't even think of who my own friends are. I don't know. This is the biggest reveal. I was completely unprepared. Now I feel terrible. Oh my gosh. Now I feel so bad about how much I dragged Samantha. I am so... Is it a superstar? I I knew you were going to have that reaction. I knew you were going to be You're like, oh evil. no, did I respond appropriately? <laughs> you. This is the most evil, okay, maybe I, thing anyone has ever done. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, maybe I maybe I just won't tell you. She really wants she really wants your reaction to like finding out that it's her. But maybe I just shouldn't tell you because you're just going to be like terrified. This is so bad. Maybe, I don't may, even know no, if that I would can make hear me, this now. That that would make me the villain in this story. Okay, do you want to know who it is? Since you yes, can't guess. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, now it all makes sense. 1,000% every part of this makes sense. Okay. 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 Yep. That tracks from beginning to end. I do I do still have question marks about the about the um the choice of the toolbox. Like I'm just like That's what you 
I'm so hung up on the toolbox. That's what you're hung up on, that it's a toolbox? Why not? Uh, Not the John 316? (laughs) Couldn't they pick something from Song of Solomon? I mean, out of all the things, like, why that Bible verse? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I need to lay down and, and, like, stare at the ceiling and process this for, like, half an hour after we're done. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is funny. Funny <laughs> and a fantastic story, and I can and absolutely imagine her telling this whole story. <laughs> I just have to say that every at every moment, I just was like, "Wait!" And then you what? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> and then it kept going, and I was like, "Wait, there's more!" <laughs> and then you what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. That is too funny. What a freaking wild ride this was. Wow. (laughs) Start to finish. Like, honestly, normal gossip could never. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, They they set the gold standard for all of the gossip telling now and in the future. So, oh my gosh, Rebecca, this was so fun. Thank you for this idea. Thank you for all of the work that you put into crafting the story, because I know that was not a small amount of work. So this was so fun, Superstars. I hope you enjoyed it. Rebecca, do you have any other gossipy stories in your pocket so we could do this again? Ooh. I, I don't think I do. Isn't that sad? Mm. I don't think I do. I'll have to. I, I'll give it a thought, but but I think this one. I just you know start strong, and end strong. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Well, you guys know where you can find us if you would like to hash through this story with us. We would love to hear your responses. Are you like me? Were you um, shocked by Samantha's choices in the story? Were you um, delighted by the storytelling? Come and find us. Of course, you can find Rebecca at Simply Rebecca everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can find me at Sort of Awesome Meg. Find the show, all the things. Make sure you're in the Hangout group if you want to be the superstar Hangout group where the really um, good, close conversations go down. Sign up for texting. Um, Let's, you know, let's stick together and get through the end of the year together. I don't know how to wrap this up. I'm still like, (laughs) my mind is like shot because I I am so... I'm so surprised. Okay. Uh, Superstars, thank you for all of your support. Always, always, always. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.